world. Welcome back to Ten of the Chamber, a Studio Trigger retrospective podcast. Here once again with Marshmello and Ref, I'm City, and we are talking about Kill a Kill episode 15 on this episode. It's the big conclusion of the uh, of the the big student army military campaign arc, and it's it you know it's big because they don't have the intro, no opening in this one, so we have more time for more shit to happen. This is good. I love how they kind of fake it out with like playing like five seconds of the intro and then just immediately cutting to just towards toward the episode itself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and of course before before that intro starts, you have Sumugu heading into Osaka and Mikisugi heading into the nudist beach HQ by fucking driving his car into the water because it's a big underground facility. And you see him take off his underwear. <laughs> <laughs> all over the top fantastic and we have takarada now getting his own big uh robots being uh the big gold crab dotenbori robo i think he did call it anti kiryu in tech which is this is like big like fucking gold crab robot it's very very ridiculous <laughs> my brain's just thinking of uh the song shiny <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah and we, yeah. Also, we also get we also get some more uh actually like kind of story between uh takarada and satsuki since they knew each other as children they basically big like opposition leaders where he's kind of ruling the west while satsuki's ruling uh the like the east and the north so it's so they're kind of like these these big military rivals in a sense you know and i think it's just mm-hmm. kind of cool to kind of give him a little more a little more clout even though like these are the previous episode and this episode are really like his main like like it's kind of like the where he shines the most here huh. yeah. i just love this dumb side character he's great <laughs> he's so good <laughs> yeah and uh we have this fight uh we see uh Sanagiyama get his uh his brand new blade regalia mark three and uh also gamagori and jakuzure managed to come in and also inamuta to assist uh uzu uh although it's pretty much uh him and um and takarada and sasuke in like this fight which <laughs> fucking <laughs> Uh, which ends with <laughs> so just because a lot of Takarada's attacks are very crudely titled like uh he has a a golden missile shower with like gourds yeah he uh pretty much shits on Uzu quite literally with like I don't know what it is like crab guts or something like that I think so <laughs> yeah <laughs> and and th- th- this whole fight's very crude and dumb but it's it, it works for 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 this fight. Um, Uzu literally taking his kendo stick and, for lack of a better word, pegging, <laughs> pegging the suit. <laughs> it keeps just keeps doing it until Takarada is defeated. Um, Am I the only one who had a super problem with that? I think like so, sorry to be sorry it's... to be like really uh, serious talk here, but like I feel like abuse against men is not taken as seriously. Like yeah. and that, I feel that that's yeah. like that's kind of uh, it's like sexual abuse. What was going on there? It's like eh. usually like the, this trope of like especially like you know of like men like getting just their ass blasted for mm-hmm. lack of a better term, which yeah it is funny, but also you know not funny in that sense. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's like eh. and I mean Kelly Kill Douglas is women of two pores, but like I feel like that was really talked about like people like. People really don't like the first scene with Sunkets, and I totally agree. I don't like it either, but I don't like this either. Yeah, you know, it's like we we don't try to play favorites or like you know, 
uh, double standards here. Like there's um, a uh, there's a thousand different ways he could have been defeated. And it's it's just it's a joke that goes on a little too long and it's distasteful to say the least. Right. Like, and I and like we, the character. I just don't like this moment. Like I I tend to skip yeah. it. <laughs> I'm like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's uh, I, I, at the time yeah I find it funny, but I know it's not. Yeah. I guess I, yeah. I guess I'm just kind of I guess desensitized to that kind of crude humor. I guess. Yeah. I mean. A lot of it happened, like, Naruto had its old shtick with that. And, like, it's that kind of, like... I, I feel after Kill a Kill, those kinds of jokes slowly faded out. Mm -hmm. huh, really? Yeah. At least to, to, to the enemies that I watched, the, the, the whole, like, um, you know, like, Naruto had the, like, the thousand years of pain. So, uh, and that was a thing. And, like, there was a lot of, like, jokes. But I haven't been able to see it more recently. And that could mm -hmm. be because I'm not watching as much anime. Or yeah. I'm not watching the right anime. But, like, I <laughs> do not see this kind of, like... At least to males. Yeah. We know they're not going to, you know. But, like, uh, the, 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 <laughs> funny. Uh, this is a fun show. Um, but, like, <laughs> after Kill a Kill, I hadn't seen, like, a, a, a guy getting, for lack of better terms, pegged, as you said, um, hmm. as a joke or anything, or, like, deflowering a dude. But uh, I don't know. Mm. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on this one. But personally, I have not seen it. Um, Interesting. Yeah, but like I, I'm hoping I'm I'm right, and it's just it's because Kill a Kill made a big thing about it that it's like, yeah, okay, it's a little distasteful and kind of not mm. funny anymore. Like it, that that the that era where that was funny because it was funny for a while as much as it was bad. Um, you know, it was the era and the mentality of everyone, and now people are like, wait, uh, maybe not. Like actually, <laughs> when men feel uncomfortable, that's when they kind of take action of, against yeah. that. Which you know, yeah, because I remember it being funny when I was like twelve, and uh, I didn't know any better, right? Yeah. So like, mm -hmm. it's been a while. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, so, <laughs> I feel like that made a lot of guys go like, eh, and thus they're like not doing it as much anymore. I think I feel. Could be wrong. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. I think times are just changing. I, I think a lot of Kiliko would not fly today at all. And I mean, Absolutely you, not. You could, you, you could argue it didn't fly in 2013 either, but I think today it'd be even worse. I think I think mm -hmm. times are a change in for better or worse. You know? Yeah. Also, I, I don't know if this if you guys had talked about it, and I wanted to ask, and I'm sorry if you, you, this is completely off topic. I just, I feel like I'm going to sneeze. I swear. I mm. <laughs> 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 um, that's not that's not my question. Um, is it ever mentioned why Gamagori is just bigger than everyone? <laughs> like, no. Why is no. his size bigger than you? The, yes, because it, it just is. <laughs> it, it is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> because I, I I adore it. I adore it so much because Jakuza's entrance is literally like she's as big as his ear. <laughs> <laughs> she like comes in like on his shoulder and like he's still fucking huge. Yeah. It's Again, mm -hmm. I love I love that so much. It's perfect. <laughs> I'm just um, sitting there going like, "Sir, what are you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and um, so Takarada is defeated, and Sasuke reveals that he's not the real target that she's looking for. But here comes Ryuko to come in and get the glove because that is what she's here for. And uh, she tells Mako to get back for the fight and. Gamagori, as you were talking about him getting big, he gets bigger as he notices that uh, Mako's. Uh... It's like Mako Joku. It's like stand back. He's like okay. Yeah, Sasuke just tells him to get back, and he he reduces his size. Like all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally just the like the 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 like a control T transform like growth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i love him i uh there's so much there's so many like little moments between him and uh mako here i think in this episode and the next episode 
I think it's this one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. So Ryuko and Satsuki have their fourth encounter here. Uh, and we also learned that uh, Ryuko can't sink properly without the uh, with the glove, uh, or yeah, without the glove, um, because uh, what was it? I think I believe it's like if if uh, Ryuko was to to do her synchronization, she would have to use like the the skin of her body as like the I forgot how they explained it. They just said like the bioenergy won't flow. And that she wouldn't live through it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the explanations on this show are all over the place. So, yeah, I mean, whatever. In my mind, it's like, if if she wants to do it, it'll hurt. And so Senkets doesn't want to go through with it because he doesn't want to hurt her. But she's like, trust me, we can do this. And it's a cute scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which I mean, yeah, for, for a while, you go fights well, Satsuki and Satsuki's in her, her uh, override form. Well, you go still just without uh, her without wearing Senketsu, so she's basically just you know normal at this point. Um, and we also have uh, nudist speech coming in to kind of help even the odds against the uh, the rest of the student army. Nudist and they speech. have yep, and they have their own versions of the uh, Dotonbori Robo. It's like their big like main like tank thing. And we also get to see the Elite Four have their all new regalias. You know, it's all really cool. Like fucking Inamuta looks like a goddamn polygon. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. She's <laughs> <laughs> kind of always in this weird like not T pose. <laughs> a posing, it's fine. And then there's a there's a little moment where Marco's like you know, because Amato is like go somewhere safe and she's like, the safest place is next to you. It's like, oh right. <laughs> yeah. I like that Ryuko just kind of like comments of just like oh yeah yeah that makes sense like just, and, and they, they didn't have to have her say that but it was just really fun that they kind of put that there and that's when uh you know Senketsu and Mato are having like their little heart to hearts like hey it's fine we're together and all that yeah super cute yeah you go telling Senketsu like all right synchronize with me and we're gonna go in and Senketsu's like no I don't want to do that like I don't want to hurt you um, but of course mm -hmm. Ryuko telling Seketsu to, to trust her. Yeah, it's if you're my friend, believe me like Mako Mako does. Yeah, and Mako pops up He's like, just like friend. <laughs> friend. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and I, I really love that like they walk together towards kind of like this the big belling of smoke and the, the sparkles <laughs> come out when they're when they're synchronizing together. I thought that's just really cool. Mm. Really showing again them becoming one with each other and trusting each other mm -hmm. and so Ryuko does synchronize and her hands essentially just burning her skin is burning it's very painful like Senketsu warned her but they charge in towards Sasuke and, and we get the glove back so now Ryuko is now fully powered and Senketsu is all back together fantastic <laughs> and we kind of get the true escalation of the fight now that uh, Ryuko and Sasuke are on even ground so they have their big fight uh, Nonon interferes uh, when Ryuko's using Nitsenka's Shippu, so they have like a big air battle for a little bit. And then Ryuko gets beaten up and loses her scissors, and Mako wants to go and get the scissors back to her, but Gamagori stops her. <laughs> and I have I have feelings about this because, you know, he's like at least in the dub, because I I, I watch the dub. And uh, he's just like I, I won't go easy, even if it's you. And she just like hugs the scissors close, and she's pouting, but he doesn't move. <laughs> He's just kind of standing there. Yeah, just standing as like it was like a shield, but like does not, you know, want to get physical with her. He's just kind of like, in the way. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sir Jan, 
Sure. Yeah, <laughs> you won't go easy on her. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. sir. Um, also, also, I love uh, Gamagodi's new uh, uniform, his new like form here, since yeah. it looks a lot like uh, Juggernaut from X Men. It's very cool homage to that. Also, um, during the Satsuki and Ryuko fight, uh, I believe here is kind of where I think they got the inspiration for the mechanic in the fighting game of like the the, taunt, the, the rock, paper, scissors mechanic they have of like picking whatever option works and then like uh, your character kind of talks shit to the other character and like the way that like the um, Satsuki and Ryuko's uh, faces are uh, framed as they're talking very clearly um, cut from this fight is where they got the inspiration for that. I thought that yeah. was really cool. Yeah. Satsuki's being like, hey, uh, that is why you simply go off the flow and aim so low at when your ambitions, because she's like, hey, your ambitions are so, like, puny compared to mine, and, like, Ryuko's like, well, yeah, well, what about you? Look at all this fucking destruction you're making. Uh, are yours any better than mine, essentially? Which is kind of interesting. Like, th this is the first time they actually get to talk, like, on mutual grounds. Yeah. Like I said, this is the only the like fourth time that they've kind of clashed here, and they've definitely developed over time, and we're kind of seeing the result of that as they're having this almost kind of feels like a bit of a heart to heart in a sense as they're fighting, even though it's you know usually you use the term heart to heart for like something like you know like two characters being more intimate, but here they're just fighting with each other, <laughs> so it's just kind of really cool to see like how much progression that each character has gone through since uh, their first big fight in episode three. Yeah. But with Ryuko kind of now on the ropes, she kind of has to come up with another big plan to come back from all these odds stacked up against her. Senkatsu comes up with an idea and he echoes what Ryuko said earlier. If we are friends, believe in me. And Ryuko just goes with it. <laughs> again, just like in um, episode nine, they just she just goes with it again. But one thing I wanted to bring up about the talk with Satsuki is that I think it highlights a change in uh, Ryuko's goals because at first she really wanted to figure out what happened to her father but now she's about um, protecting her friends some more mm -hmm. like that mm -hmm. like she, her father is still important to her but she she really wants to protect the people close to her now and I, I think that's interesting like there's been a shift in her ideals yeah and so the, the big plan that Saketsu and Ryuko do is that Sasuke ends up cutting Senketsu, or a particular part of him, and that lets him spray blood in her face to get Ryuko enough time to steal Bakuzan, uh, Satsuki's sword, and put it against her. But, of course, Satsuki fucking has a plan and uh, basically makes like a big pointy thing with, uh, with Junketsu, where they're basically at a standstill. And Ryuko <laughs> tells her, have your people back off, and we'll, we'll kind of let this be a tie. Like you said earlier, with... Um, with Ryuko definitely maturing more compared to, to before. Like, yeah, she's still, like, her dad is still important to her, but now that she, you know, now realizes that she has friends and family to protect and to make sure that they're safe, you know, she can't really be reckless uh, as much to let them get hurt. Sati's like, even if uh, you won't get your revenge for uh, me killing your father, essentially, or you know, calling the shot, and Ryuko's like, I can't sacrifice the lives of others to do it. Uh, mm -hmm. which is like I feel like Ryoko before probably would have been a lot more um, headstrong 
Yeah, I mean, like, we've seen, like, hints, like, uh, in the earlier episodes that Ryuko does have, like, a sense, like, she does have a heart, and she doesn't want uh, innocent people to, to get hurt and like, what she does, and, like, we've seen little bits and pieces of, like, her being kind to even just strangers uh, earlier on, but now that, like, she has people that matter to her being involved, she does not want them to get hurt. Mm-hmm. So Sati backs off, but the true uh, reason of this whole raid was to basically snuff out uh, new speech which none just blows up their whole underground facility while they were having that big fight or the yeah, other confrontation yep so so that whole that so mission accomplished for that so time for them to to head back to school <laughs> as <laughs> satsuki uh flies off so now ryuko and mako and new speech or what remains of it are just stuck in osaka and it's time for ryuko to learn the truth about everything that's where the episode ends <laughs> him and his glowy nipples um there are a couple ending th- things i wanted to talk about there um i really like one thing that ryuko says to satsuki um when she hands back the sword she's like you really think i don't trust you you really think i do you really think i think that <laughs> i guess that's confusing <laughs> phrasing that do you really think that i think that you would just forget what we just agreed to when you get your sword back and i i don't know i really like that so- ryuko does have a respect for satsuki and mm-hmm. trust her yeah she says like the the, Sas- the satsuki kiryu and that i know would not go back mm-hmm. on her word yeah, yeah and i think that's really interesting <laughs> I really like that. They do have a trust there. There's this weird like trust slash respect between the two mm-hmm. of them that's developed this far. Yeah. Obviously, they're still enemies and still against each other at this point, mm-hmm. but you know, definitely, I guess, a bit of an improvement from uh, when they first met. There's also the point where Yuko says to Sasuke, well, you're really good at using your Junketsu. Maybe you've mastered it, but you're all alone. And then she says, but Senkats and me are two in one. And I I love this line, obviously. <laughs> but check out Mako's reaction in the background. Because when she says, but you're alone, Mako, like, nods along, like, yeah. And then when Ryuko yeah. says, Senkats and me are two in one, Mako looks devastated <laughs> that she wasn't mentioned. Oh. I'm like, oh. It's like, let him know. Oh. Like, oh, man, the girl I have a crush on just mentioned her shirt over me. <laughs> oh. Well. I mean, I, like, I, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. If she meant that in the sense of like Ryuko, like almost like forgetting about her as a friend, too. You can, you can interpret it, interpret it as that too. I don't know, <laughs> and it's like there's like a sound effect associated with it too. It's, I don't know. I guess maybe it's kind of mean of me to laugh at it, but like on a more serious note, I think that Mako didn't really see Senketsu as a person until this moment. She just thought that Ryuko was talking to her shirt, and the shirt didn't talk back but i think at this point she starts to see him more as a person so that's some development there yeah but i i do wish (laughs) i feel like this line kind of looks bad in retrospect but i I guess i I can't get into that right now (laughs) but but i I do really like the sun kids me or two in one (laughs) part so it's cute i'm like looking for it again so i can see mako's face i love her fun (laughs) She's so cute. Okay, okay, can I say the highlight of this whole like raid is just the fact that uh, Mako has a little like hat with a little spinny thing on top. The whole thing. <laughs> yeah, the little propeller hat. Little propeller hat. She's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> she has two hands. Please. <laughs> so that's where we're uh, leaving off on this episode. But thank you so much for listening. 
And um, for the next episode, Ref will will not be here, uh, but they will be back uh, in the last uh, the last stretch of uh, of this show. Uh, but thank you so much for being here, huh? Yeah, thank you. I'm 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 gonna be back when uh, there's more uh, Gamma Gamagori and uh, Mako. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll be like in the woodwork, just going like, what? <laughs> <laughs> just peeking over, huh? Listen, Mako has two hands. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can both have our ships here. Okay, then <laughs> we respect them. Anyways, thank you for having me. Yes, of course. Thank <laughs> you for, for being here, and thank you, listener, for for listening to the episode. So please tune in next time. We're going to talk about episode sixteen of Kill a Kill. And until then, for Marshall and for Ref and for City, that's me. Uh, have a good day or night whenever you listen to this. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.